peace and love. And what's cracking? So we got a special episode today. This episode is actually from a radio show that I did a couple of weeks ago. Or should I say the brother OC did a couple of weeks ago on KOVL radio. A show called What We Doing? It's by three young gentlemen. And they will announce their names in the show. But I'm going to go ahead and play that for you. So uh, with this special episode is is going to be the brother OC and another brother. It's a battle rapper by the name of Bone. And the three brothers that invited us. So enjoy. Listen and learn. Here we go. You are listening to Unconscious Conscious Radio. What's going on? It's another Saturday of What We Doing. It's your boy H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. And Joffy Jofer. How you brothers doing today, man? Man, can't complain, man. Been a good week. Making it, making it, making it. It's getting warm. It's getting warm. Yeah, man. Spring's almost here. And tax season on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the bad money time. I see. I see them out here. I, I shout out to you. We just waiting for the sunshine now. I actually seen some chick with a Nike wig on. Okay, <laughs> I told y'all about that last week. Man, oh. so uh, today we have uh, two guests with us. Uh, my man OC and uh, my man Bone here. Uh, we just came here to talk about you know here what we doing. We just we make sure that the issues stay current. That we talk to like-minded people from different perspectives. Let you know that uh, everybody's on top of it. You know what I mean. So I'm gonna introduce my man OC here. Kind of let him know where you're from, where you come from, what, what's going on with you. Yeah, this is OC uh, from St. Louis, born and raised in St. Louis. Live out of Seattle for a little bit. That's my second home. Also, uh, chief of staff of the New Black Panther Party. Oops, and, um, gym time. <laughs> And yeah, you know, I mean, forget about titles. I'm just a brother that's out here to protect any anyone of the melanated, anyone that has a melanated think. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to any any thoughts of a melanated person, we want to protect that. That's what I want to do. You know what I'm so you know, we got plenty of questions for you today. That's all good. On. And we got my man Bone. Let him know what's going on with you, man. Bone, got a big home. I do the battle raps. Just heard the experience. What's going <laughs> no, on? Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> jump into the, uh, conversation. I love these type of talk. That's all good. That's, That's what's all up, good. Man. That's definitely what's going on. Glad to have y'all brothers here, man. Yes. Real talk. So before we get into it, uh, just a little house cleaning. Uh, what we're doing is an informational show about the economical and societal needs of the black community. This show is not an anti-anybody show. We are what we're doing encourage everybody to tune in so they can gain a better understanding of the black community. There are many issues in our community that needs to be addressed or the conversation needs to continue. My co-hosts now are concerned members of the black community that are pushing for positive change. We are what we're doing feel like the strengthening of our people can lead to the strengthening of all people across the nation. With that being said, OC. Yes, sir. A lot of people think the Black Panthers was, was dead. The organization, organizations are funked. Give us a little history about what's going on with them. Man. How, give us how it used to be and where it's at now. Uh, yeah, so of course, uh, a lot of people not familiar with the new Black Panther Party. Of course, we put the new on the new Black Panther Party because it's just a new generation. You know, we have uh, different ideas and different understandings, and it's just a different environment going on. So 
So ultimately, it's the new Black Panther Party is no difference from the quote unquote old Black Panther Party. So nothing is ever dead. You know, we always got to have different movements out there that could help out the black community in general. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, we can get into the history. Also, what made you want to join personally? Yeah. So initially, uh, when I first joined, I was out in Seattle. And really, I wanted to attach myself to any group that was for the black people. So one thing that I realized is it's, it's a lot of people that's on social media. They just like to talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And it's not not too many people that's doing anything. So I reached out to certain people just to see what was going on. And someone sent me to this brother. And I, I had no idea he was with the new Black Panther Party. But it was just some brothers and, and some sisters that was together that was doing things for the community. At that time, um, that's that's when uh, the I forget the person name that r- ran up in the church and oh shot, uh, Dylan, Dylan Roof, Roof. Dylan Roof Dylan, that, yeah. was, that was during the Dylan Roof time. Mm-hmm. So at the time, the uh, New Black Panther Party out in Seattle and Tacoma was protecting this uh, AME church, and because they had a lot of threats going on, so. Because it happened at the AME Church out in um, who was that uh, Carolina? Yeah, something yeah, like in that. South Carolina. Yeah. Yes, so, so, and this is one of the uh, old, oldest AME churches in in Tacoma. So they was protecting that, and I saw some great things they was doing in the community, and I wanted to attach myself with them. So that, that's really my first, my first real group that was about that that's militant. You know, what I'm saying that I wanted to attach myself to. You know what I'm saying? So right on. Yeah. So when you first got out there, you said that you, you know got linked up with a brother. So yeah. you say that uh, the the church was having issues out there as well. Right. So what when you taught these brothers and you see what's going on when, when you're out there in Seattle, what were some of the first questions you had for them? So really I was about movement. I wasn't really about like any any type of uh, knowledge or anything that they they were saying so I just noticed what they was doing mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and really I just wanted to attach myself to that because like I said it's a lot of people that just talk about stuff I, I've been a part of uh, certain groups where they were just talking you know what I mean it was like it was just a they was just thinking of like we should do this we should do that but they really wasn't they really didn't get out there and do it so these brothers it was actually doing it so we'll talk about it for a little bit and then we'll we'll do the rest. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I was about. I'm, I'm always about doing and not just talking. You know what I'm saying? So what were, the, what were some of the first things that you went out there and did for the community? Yeah, so right off the bat, um, they already had different. Because Seattle, I don't know if you know, Seattle is a, it's a very liberal type uh, city. And, and I would say Washington is a liberal state. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's. They tap they they merge with a lot of different organizations and from what I noticed they they vanguard they, they protected them. So when it comes to parades and even uh there was this group out there, this college group, then this women group, any type of ideas that they had they protected it. You know what I'm saying? So people called on the New Black Panther Party out in Seattle and Tacoma and they asked for protection because there's a lot of people that would have threats against these different organizations. So and the thing is, like, black people, we don't, we don't have our own police. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And we can't really trust on, you know, the the state police to, to protect black people. Because a lot of people feel dead against us as well. You know what I'm saying? So 
And that's another thing when it comes to black groups, like who's going to police the police? You know what I'm saying? So, so with that said, I feel like the new Black Panther Party was the only group that was out there that was willing to basically protect the people when the police is not going to do it. So let's let's get down to the the new part of it all. Yeah. When did the old when did old become new? So the new Black Panther Party was, I would say, established in the early the early nineties, really like eighty eight, eighty nine, but it was established in the early. 90s and uh, the reason why we had put the new on it because the the regular the original black panthers they actually copyrighted the name stuff like that so when it comes to because you know bobby seal huey p noon mm-hmm. um and other members they they pretty much started their name so when it comes to someone else that's not attached to those people then you know, they told us we basically can't can't use that name because mm-hmm. it's just a different different thing going on. But at the end of the day, it's a different generation anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it may be good to just put the news just so people can know, like, this is the new one. And there's a lot of things that happen with the old one, you know, as far as Quintel Pro and, mm-hmm. and different, different things that, yeah, it, it was a lot going on as far as the fall of that generation Panthers. You know what I'm saying? So to kind of detach from that, just tag on the new and just try to make some real change. So how often does the falls of the old generation be spoke upon upon the new generation? Like as far as change is concerned, I feel like this, that's the conversation in general when it comes to just the uh, whole civil rights movement, you know? So when it came to a lot of the organizations back then, um, it, it, it's just a lot of a lot of things is gonna. It gets to the point where the youth can't even really uh, trust the things that some of our elders say. You know okay. Yep. Just, we, just we based on just based on you know some of the ways that they move. But I like to think the way that they move. Then we have to move different because there's there's laws and different things put in place that we can't even move like that anymore. So right. The elders may have a, a certain way where they have to, they, they may have a certain mind where, like, we did it like this, but we can't do it like that today. Right. And so we just have to do it in a whole different way. So the conversation just changed, you know, through time, and we have to uh, upgrade, you know, our different uh, strategies when it comes to making making moves out here. So, so I have a quick question. Um, my question is, do y'all still kind of um, kind of look to uh, the old Black Panther Party, the Ten Point Program, the Breakfast Program, some of the things that they did within the community, and kind of look to some of those things to implement those things as well? Or are you just taking uh, a kind of newer approach and just doing your to- your own thing and a new agenda? Yeah. So I mean, definitely, it's it's still a new agenda, but a lot of things that happened in the past we still need today. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No so we, we, we look at that as a uh, a foundation and even motivation. Like, look, this this happened in the past. We could still do this today and more. Right, right. You know, so when it comes to the breakfast programs and, and back then they even had schools, they even had yeah. hospitals and right. and all sorts of things. We still need that today. We, Absolutely. We don't have more too many of our own yeah. hospitals, our own banks, or our own everything. No doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. So what we, doing. we still need that. But the thing is, after we get that, Who's going to protect it? Right. Yeah. There you go. So that's why I say, you know, like 
I'm not really I'm not really tripping off of like what what people believe, but it's when it comes to protecting those thoughts, that's what that's the type of guy I am. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of organization I wanted to attach myself to. So we can we can really get things running. Because we can have all the land, we can have this and that, but if, you, if somebody, it, it's just like the, uh, I don't know if you know about Black Wall Street. Uh, yeah, no doubt. yeah, we yeah, know about Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, like, well, <laughs> if they had a, if they had an army, then it'll be a whole different story. Absolutely, you know, that's right. You know yep. So people run up in their community, and it, and there's so many different stories as far as people running into communities and just taking stuff. You know, what I'm saying? Like, if, you, if you're not if you're not going to protect it, then you know. And you know, and you know what's crazy about that is is a lot of times uh, with these different groups, um, especially with with how they try to demonize uh, the new and old Black Panther Party right. when they talk about um, weapons and, and rifle use and, and protecting yourself and things of that nature. They don't realize that this country was based on a milit like it says in the Constitution. You know, a small militia is meant to keep the United States government in check. Right. That's why we yep. arm our citizens, our citizens more so than I've been. I've, I've unfortunately I've been overseas. Right, I fought right. In, in on foreign soil, and the biggest thing that you see is if you have a if you have a a group of citizens. That are armed and willing to fight for their land and fight for their territory. Think about how long we've been in places like third world countries, supposedly like Afghanistan, right. or third world countries that we we created a third world country in Iraq, but we can't topple their we can't topple that regime because those folks are there fighting for their fighting for their land and fighting for their belief system, whether you agree with it or not, or whether we want to get into the politics or not. The biggest thing that I want black folks to understand is that. It is your constitutionally protected right to arm yourself and to be protected. So don't ever look at it from a perspective of I shouldn't learn, you know, firearms. I shouldn't protect myself. I shouldn't do things for self-defense because a lot of times with black folks, we want to depend on everything. We want to depend on government. We want to depend on the state. No, you need to depend on yourself. No doubt. That's <laughs> like it. You need to depend on yourself and you need to get trained. Man, it's what we doing. We jamming again. So uh, we're gonna take a break right quick. We got OC of the new Black Panther Party with us today. My man Bone, you know you're getting ready to spit it later. All right, I see it in your eyes. So we're gonna get through it. Um, give a couple of minutes. Welcome back to what we doing, Mr. Mix. The views and opinions expressed on KOVLRadio.com broadcast are not necessarily those of KOVLRadio.com, its management, EM3 Productions, or its advertisers. So we back talking to OC and Bone, uh, OCs of the New Black Panther Party. Um, we're just trying to dive into it, man. So uh, before we went to break, you was talking about how that was a, a place for action. How that's why you wanted to attach yourself to it because it was was moving in a positive way for the Black community in Seattle. So uh, before we get into just kind of the stigmatism of it all, when you got back to St. Louis, was it through uh, the a party that you had in Seattle or did you come back here for other reasons decide that you got to organize it here right definitely uh, actually came back for other reasons you know once I got full custody of my daughter um, I needed more support more family support just support, support in general because you know I'm, I'm born and raised in St. Louis so there's more people I know out this way so uh, that, that was my main reason of coming back to St. Louis so I didn't actually hop back into the party right when I got back it actually took a minute. So um, I ended up seeing the post. And really, this this was like the beginning of this year. I would say the beginning of this year. I ended up seeing the post. 
Black Panther Party out this way was doing something with the community, giving back to uh, basically a breakfast program okay. that was going on for the community. There's a lot of poor people on the north side that's not able to eat or have any food, clothes, stuff like that. So they had that program going on, and I attached myself to that and asked questions, and then here I am, you know, chief of staff. Local chiefs of staff Just to get, get, get that correct Because we have a local, a regional, and a national Chief okay. of staff You know what I'm saying? So local chiefs of staff St. Louis You know, just to correct that That's dope yeah, That's dope so, so when you talk to people And you're moving around And you say you're from New Black Panther Party What's some of the first things that you get? So As a first like I didn't know the the Black Panthers uh, still exist and stuff. Like with with this a new, so they they end up asking questions and then understanding exactly what's what's going on. So one thing that I do know it is a, a, a I would say people think negative about the new Black Panther Party or just Black Panthers in general. As soon as you say Black Panthers, then a light flash, right? You know, so they have so many uh, negative uh, connotations just due to the media, the news. All of that. So there's so many things that happened in the past, and it's easy to walk up to a brother of the new Black Panther Party or our sister just to talk to him and see exactly what's going on, and you'll get a different perspective altogether. You know what I'm saying? So don't pay attention to the media. You know, actually go to the people and, and, and talk to the people. See what's going on in the, in the, in the communities, uh, different programs that they have. All you'll see is love. You know what I'm saying? So especially when it comes to melanated people. Also, uh, for those who don't know, the Black Panther Party was designed merely to defend, like he's saying before, neighborhoods and stuff from other people who were coming in. Okay, not as a hate organization, as they have been betrayed in news and media. Yeah, yeah, the the craziness about that when you see some of that, you have some conversations with people outside of our community. And they try and use those things on, on Fox News and, and some of the other outlets when they say when you, you, you wear a T-shirt or you show any type of support to the Black Panther Party. And they try to use this, this crazy turn of reverse racism, which doesn't exist. <laughs> or they try and say, I mean, you just got to know that that's, there's no such thing as, as racism and there's everything else. Right? Is, any ism is based on power. We're not a we're not a power group and a power organization at this time. We will be, but we're not at this time. We don't control the resources. We don't control the bank, the money, things of that nature. So I cannot perform an ism against something that is a system that is meant to oppress me. But anyway, so a lot of times you'll see Fox News and so and people that will kind of paint the Black Panthers as as the the black KKK, which is ridiculous, right. yeah, that's which is ridiculous, yeah, no because Never. because Never. then my my rebuttal was always so you show me you show me the picture where we hung anybody go go ahead show, yeah. show, show me that one show show me yeah show me the dogs being sicked on y'all show, show me that one you know what I'm saying show show me you know the the court system in which. You, you're giving me two times the time that you're giving You know, show me all of those things Then we can have an equivalency debate Because again, all of these things were sanctioned By the United States government at one point in time Because some of it, during the Jim Crow era KKK members were actually Deputized, so they were actually The police, and I think As recent as 1991 
um, they actually said, uh, no, I think it was like in the 2000s, they actually had a report from the FBI that said that I think like two or, two or ten of, of law enforcement were actual car-carrying Ku Klux Klan members mm-hmm. because they actually got in through uh, the old kind of kind of slave-catching kind of ways, and, and that was a way that they got into law enforcement. And, of course, law enforcement yeah. puts you at that middle class and so on and so forth. So I, one of the things that I definitely wanted to kind of speak on and, and, and clarify is that, nah, they're not, the, they not the new KKK. Nah, there's no, there's no equivalent to that from a black perspective, nor can there be. Never has it been in United States history. Have you seen it on news, fake news or not, to where you've seen the old Black Panther Party or new Black Panther Party lynching, going into different neighborhoods, raiding anything? Never, ever have you seen that before. So that should tell you right there that, okay, regardless of whatever the news that you hear or the information that you receive, you need to dig a little deeper and uh, read or at least look at YouTube or something. Something for real. So, Bone, how did you get affiliated with OC? Like, so what's the connection? Uh, We grew up together. All right, all right. Where y'all grew up? Cockhead, man. Okay. Okay. Word. Okay. Dog, I used to play ball for the Cockroach. So, yeah. I used to play ball for the Cockroach. Murphy Black. Murphy Black. I used to play basketball and uh, baseball for the Cockroach, bro. Hey. Rebels. The Cockroach. Hey, hey. So, I'm talking to my, me, one of my homeboys was over there, went to high school with, you know, meet a little later on, but. You know, know a little something about Ed. We ain't gonna get into it. We ain't gonna get into it, but I know a little something, something about it. Okay. So, okay. so y'all just grew up together, and when he came back, when well, uh, he was on on this, what, what was your first instinct and what was your first thoughts? Man, honestly, I like you know, I salute dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just I like anybody, any man especially that thinks differently, mm-hmm. because everything starts starts with the man. You know. So it's like to see another brother thinking positively or speaking in a light that I would like to like myself to speak, you know, so I had to understand that I would like myself to have. You know? right, right. I pay attention to him a little bit more, you know. And um a lot of a lot of statements he make, you know, I, I even question myself as a person that, you know, I definitely like would like to have around me. If if the moves you make make me question my moves in a sense. I hear like, that. Make I'm you not, think. I'm not moving in this manner, that manner, you know. So it's like it's beautiful. So where me and Oops, you know, Bruce Frank, you know, we had that, <laughs> we had that battle, and that joint actually got my mind to thinking about, you know, like with battle rap, I'm pretty good, but it's like it's always like Tone, you ain't doing this, you ain't doing this, but it's like because I really don't deal with fake, I don't like dealing with fakeness, I don't like making up nothing, right, about right, you. I don't like doing things like that, right, right. So when the Bruce, when the Bruce thing came up, it was like I want to attack him from the, the standpoint of the people. Right. This is how I feel looking at you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, to where and shout and shout out to little bro. Shout yeah, out, yeah, shout out to Bruce. Actually, Bruce is from down that way too. Yeah, he actually yeah, he from down that way too. So, yeah, FYI, so it, it, was yeah. love. it was it was actually it's all love, you know. But the, one of the things that that drove it, you know, I had a little cousin got shot, you know, and um, it's like it was no protest for. It. Didn't right, nobody, we didn't hit the news with yeah, him, you know nobody on it like that. You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like. So Black Lives Matter when the police do it. Right. What about when we do it? Yeah. yeah there you we go. Got, there we you got go. Almost two hundred murders. All of them wasn't Michael Brown. Right. You get what I'm saying? And the ultimate thing what goes back to life, period. You only get respect when you demand respect. You get what I'm saying? And how can a black race demand respect when the majority of the black men making excuses about certain things? Or 
They just don't know the opportunities they have because of the things that they're conditioned to think. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. And, and then you got the ones that do get it and that don't know. You know what I'm saying? about They know about the conditions, but if I make it out the hood, I ain't coming back to them. Mm. I won't go back. I won't so, do nothing. Mm. Let me tell you what we talk about on this show all the time. <laughs> It's buying the neighborhood you grew up in. The hood we back, talk about baby. it every yeah. other buying, show. Buying back even the though hood. you don't have to live in it, at least buy it into but, it. But, but mm-hmm. see, the thing mm-hmm. is, even with buying it, you still need to come down and talk to the brother that don't know how to fill out the job application that you did to get you to the point you got. This is Giving true. Yeah. To, like, money is only like like half the battle for real. Right, right. right. We were talking, money ain't the power. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You gotta have knowledge. You gotta know. If I die today, not leaving my son correctly, and I leave him a hundred, a hundred million dollars, he's he gonna be broke because he don't know how to maintain a fool in his yeah. money shall soon depart. You no doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where the thing is, when I when I see dude, you know, and then he reached to me with the Black Panther thing, like it made me happy that like do somebody see my mental as something mm-hmm. that could help something. You know? Right, right. Like, yeah. that, and that's my nature more so. Like, like the protection, definitely. And you can think whatever you want to think, definitely. But I definitely feel like we as a people need to get on the accord of prosperity for real. Not no looking out, of, not stop looking outside of ourselves for happiness. Stop mm-hmm. looking for happiness. Period. Find joy within yourself. Stop trying to find it. Follow an entity that you can't even see. Follow yourself. Go with your heart. Don't do something because you feel like it's the right thing to do. Like just exist, whatever you may be, because it's two sides of the spectrum. No matter what you try to, no matter how good you try to be. Evil gonna touch you. Period. That's just life. That's bad. That is just life. That's duality. So it's like the whole thing with it to 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 see everything he talk about and everything that he do, you know. I definitely follow it heavy and like to have the opportunity to work with him is something that That's that's tight. Now with that, because you said work with him. I know you in the high schools. I know you uh you talking to the kids, you talking yeah, to definitely. you know, uh some of these teenagers out here, man. Kinda kinda give us some of those experiences and what you see like from your perspective. I mean, I see a mixture of everything. Right? Okay. I see I see the ones that don't know cause they don't care. I see the ones that don't know cause they just don't know that they ain't truly going through something at home. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like you can teach a kid whatever you want to teach them, but if they go home to a broken system, that whatever's going on gonna affect them. All day long. It goes yeah. off whatever they got going on at school. But then I got the guy, I got a young guy, crazy, true story, right? Mm-hmm. One of my coworkers talking to a student in the hallway, right? I walk up on him, I heard a conversation, I jump into it, and young guy just got out of jail recently. And was and was saying that uh I need to get my life together. I lost 12 months, but he, I got to get that back. But speaking in the sense of I got to go to school, I got to do this. Because if I'm in jail, I can't take care of my sister. I can't take care of my mama. Right. Which is crazy, right? So it's like, I'm like, man, like, bro, you got it. Like, the mindset you got now separates you from everything else around you. All day long, because so, so you got to why. So with that, you got to separate yourself. You know? No doubt. And then so you're like, yeah, school, like, he's nervous about college and everything. Take a trade, bro. Learn how to do something with your hands, you know what I'm saying? To where you got that at work and you got that hustle to build your own situation, bro. You don't need no check or nothing. So we rapping. Crazy thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, I knock on my cousin's door. This little dude opened the door. Dang, okay. He said, I said, what's up, bro? What's up, man? What you doing? What you doing? You know, and he like, this, this my uncle out. Uncle. Hey, cuz this your little nephew? Say, yeah, that's my wife's nephew. That's my wife's sister. That's that's Tamika's son. Straight up. I say, man, remember little dude I told you about? I was rapping with him. Made me feel like this one. Like, yeah, I said, this little dude right here. He said, yeah, uncle, I be rapping with him all the time in school. You hear me? So it's like. The that energy, man. Yeah, the it's universe makes no mistakes to where it's showing you that. Like, 
Small world, baby. Day, you never know yeah. who you touching. <laughs> right. Period. You right. never know who you touching. That person right there. Same way he opened the door. Let's say I got shot. He may have been a little dude in the car right there that picked me up and take me somewhere. You never know who you talking to or what you talking to. No doubt. Why we as a people need to be more close and, and, and aware of each other. Period. Man, you just said three. Let, I got to touch on those three things real quick that you just said. That's super dope. First and foremost, the first thing you said that was super dope was when you when you gave the guidance to the young brother and was like, look, if school ain't your thing, get a trade. Learn to work with your hands. Because the thing is, a lot of times, man, we get to chasing this go get some go get four degrees and then you're gonna make a certain amount of money and then you're gonna get up out the hood and then you're gonna live this great life dog realize how much an electrician makes realize how much carpenters make realize how much plumbers make matter of fact i just had a plumbing emergency at my house and i just had to pay somebody five hundred out yeah i would have like that right i would have loved to have that skill set you know what i'm saying yeah like, what that's it came in with his equipment boom 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 maybe an hour of work walked away boom five hundred out you know what I'm saying? That that was the first thing you you said that was that was super duper dope because again, we need that type of guidance with these kids as men. As men, you want to see another man. You know what I'm saying? And we had a um we had a brother on here, uh Jaffe's um a homeboy who's uh the director at Tandy's and he was talking about how uh he was seeing uh the city representative and he had on a suit and every time he would see him go to work, he would just tell him to pull his pants up. Yeah, and that's it. He was just walk past him and like, hey, look, hey, young bro, put your pants up. And just keep on going. And then one day he had a conversation with him, and he ended up getting him into some of that stuff. So that's very, very important what you're talking about, man. Like, And then also with you being in the schools and them being able to see you and see somebody that they can relate to and see somebody that's in the culture and in hip-hop and understands it from their level, that's super-duper important, too. Because, again, a lot of ways, we say it all the time on this show, OGs are important. You know what I'm saying? As, yep, yep, as important yep, yep, as it is yep, yep. to have upstanding citizens, you know what I'm saying, in the community, yeah. But it also has to be a couple knuckleheads that went through some things that's able to yeah, talk to yeah, them and say, experience. hey, man, I wasn't perfect. <laughs> I had, I, I got knocked down a couple times, and I'm still grandma, here. I tell, I tell my grandma that about me. She's like, well, you know this stuff. You should live life different. I said, well, you know, God give people profits how they look. Maybe I'm a prophet for a nigga on block that won't come and talk to you because you all day long. You may, you go, you may feel like you go look at him in a certain way, so he's right, scared. Right. Or pastor can't talk to him because they look down. They yeah. come and talk to me. Because I'm gonna give him reality and truth. It's I ain't got no emotions for you at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, but look, this what it is. Yeah. To where we got to teach our kids to get out their body. Like, like girls are in their body even more. And boys in their body too much. Period. Like, and what you mean? Break that down. What you mean by in your body? Emotional. Ah, okay. Like, like, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm walking down the hallway. You know, I step on your shoe. Now we fighting because we. That's <gasps> what. But you know what I'm saying Acknowledge it was a mistake Alright yeah, but, but also part of that Is manhood But right. lo logic You know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. No doubt. When logic no, starts no to doubt. kick in as, as men And as all men in this room We think logically mm -hmm. So my logical thought is You know what I'm saying If you step on If you step on my shoe As a man And I know that I can protect myself And I carry myself A certain way I get no I get no benefit Or no joy Out of putting my hands on you Or doing for something real. to you for, for Because real. A I don't know what you know Or who you know right two i don't know what you're capable of right. and three just from a man's standpoint and i tell I, I like to tell you know little brothers this all the time 
I say, bro, even if you you the toughest thing on the block, sometimes I just don't feel like tussling with you for two to three minutes. Facts. I yep. just don't want to get hit in my face. You know what I'm saying? I may hit you more times than you hit me, but I don't feel like getting hit in my face. I'm on you know my way somewhere, man. Right. I'm trying to get there. You right. Know you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, or, no, or you know what I'm saying? Not. I may have that thing on me just like you got that thing. I don't feel like going there with you. For, for what? Real. That's still what paperwork. That's I'm, still I'm not going to take it personal. See, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's where we all get it to a point to where somebody get their stuff stepped on and, and stuff reacts so quickly. We take it personal. Like, yeah. okay, me as a man, I have had my foot stepped on and all this. So, okay, if a person would do that right now, I'm not going to even let that get under my skin and bother me to a point to where I want to put my hands and give him my energy you see what i'm saying to crush him. Right. even though i know i can crush him why give him the energy that oh no nah, we ain't finna be lip wrestling see what yeah. i'm saying it's not necessary and that's us as men so we gotta understand that if, if we if we get that then we gotta relate that you get Ooh, no talk to him no hey i love i love it like bro i love it especially with going to high school i was nervous at first and i ain't number five for nothing <laughs> the security guard thought i was going to class but the thing is, like, the, I was nervous, but to get there and then be around them kids and talk to them and see them, like, uh, Mario McKinney, the best shine just won state yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah, saw yeah, that. Yeah, Shout yeah, out I to the V. I, I got a lot, I got a lot of, lot of yeah. alumni out there. Shout out to the yeah, V, man. Uh, the dude Mario McKinney, just to watch him at his senior year, see their practices and everything. And yeah, yeah. Them going to Missoula. We got a couple of guys out there, camera and all them. Is going and like y'all, y'all got futures. That's beautiful. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then you look at the other side of the spectrum. We got guys like little bro. Like, What's up, Tom? Bro? What's up, bro? When next battle? But you and, and it hurt me. You get what I'm saying? It bothers me because you ain't paying attention to life, bro. And what's worse is no matter what I tell you, you will go and do this. Right. So it's like you got we got to find a balance in the community. Period. And this was the importance of our OGs. You know, our OGs like. They wouldn't let, I was one of the ones that wouldn't let, you can't stand on the corner. Something else in you, bro. Go, go, go learn some. Go right, right, right. I wouldn't allow to stand on block like right in the guy, homeboy, like same age as me. You just jammed up right now and told me to go home. Like, bro, this ain't for you. You ain't out here. You hear me? Niggas do what they do. I did what I did, whatever. Regardless, but we still have people that say that. And now, now we got to a generation to where we, I don't, I don't even care what you saying, OG. Trying to put the wrong thing. And, you know, and, and, and part of that to tie back to what we, to what we were originally talking about. Um, what's crazy is, and we had this, we would had this discussion in this debate, um, a couple times. You know, Cube said something that was that was super deep and super dope. He said, "Man, you don't get the Crips and Bloods if y'all don't take away the Panthers." For real, he said, "We don't, we don't get the Crips and Bloods. You took away, you took away something positive. Something's gonna grow within this place. That's that's what it is. Like we are looking for, we are looking for for organization, leadership, and family more so than anything. We looking for family." We looking for somebody that like you. That's why we call each other big bro, little bro, cousin, this, that, and the uh, third. Structure. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, we dropping it today, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Like we said, we got to make sure this conversation continues. We're gonna go to a quick break. So we here talking with OC and brother. I've been calling you Bone this whole time. Is Tone correct? It's Bone. Okay, make sure I heard him. Okay, right on, right on. I hope I ain't calling my man out his own name and whatnot. Uh, right on. So we just been talking about uh, the new Black Panther Party. Uh, getting. So one of the things you were talking about OC was the protection part, right? Yes, sir. So that that's that's a stand up move. But when you see people going for it, like we're talking here, you know what I'm saying? What's one of the first thing you say to, to notice awareness? And I I asked this question because of this, right? So when I first met this met this man, it was about about seven, eight years ago or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. That's about right. Uh 
Similar to me and Mr. Mix here, me and this dude didn't agree on nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. You know what I'm saying? We talk. We didn't talk in this in, in this depth, but uh, kind you know regular stuff, sports and all that. Same same stuff. Yeah. And he wanted to be a sports agent. You know what I mean? And I was like, that was that was pretty dope. You don't see a lot of guys going for that because right now, man, we should be getting a piece of all that money getting passed man, around. Man, it, Lord. Not only that, it's net, bro. A lot of these these bro, young brothers and sisters is getting screwed out of a lot of money because yeah. they got people that are around them that that are advising them incorrectly that aren't having them to maximize the deals and whatnot that they have and then thirdly we got so much talent here in st louis we need our own league. League. yeah no yeah. doubt for real we like, should have been had our own like yeah, the negro league you know what i'm saying hey, like, we that, that was popping back in the day you yeah. know what i'm saying so and then what that'll do is by by creating your own leagues or at least something in the, in the, on the summer you know like i like the big three and i like the concept yeah, of the big yeah, three i like that I, I you know i love that yeah. but if we we just had a, like a for real for real summer league just to rival it you know right, what i'm saying right, just to right. rival the nba you make them come to you and when you negotiate you negotiating from a higher position of power even if you bring in the talent from st louis you have your own ranks you might be yeah. a hooper that never made out of st louis but here you, you throw down that type of thing right. so the question is how did you switch your mind state from you know seeing that going to want to be a sports agent then mm-hmm. get into something like when did you know it was time to make a change and can you incorporate all that to what you're doing now right so really I didn't have um, too much interest after a while. After going to school for sport management, mm. I did end up graduating as well, you know, with the sports management degree. But um, I didn't have a lot of passion for it. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I love sports. You know what I'm saying? I love all, all type of sports. I ended up getting getting into it with, when it came to coaching. Mm-hmm. So right now I coach the youth. And really that's, that's one of my newer passions. You know what I'm saying? Just building with the youth in general. I feel like the youth is is who we need to speak to. They they are our future. You know right. what I'm saying? It's who we need to speak to, and I feel like they have a more of a, a rebel spirit than than anybody. You so know you think the, the generation has kind of changed over? Do you think there was a part of us that was just happy with whatever was going on? And right. you see the news, the, the the youth, like you say, is saying that things are wrong and taking action early. Right, right. So I mean, as far as uh, taking action, really really looking at the youth and seeing what was going on because there's a lot of propaganda going on in mm-hmm. general especially the, it, the propaganda is attacking attacking the youth mind so you don't, you never know exactly what's going to go on when it comes to the future it's, it's best to control the future through the youth mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so with, with uh, basically building with the youth through sports is one of the tools that I like to use but of course there's other things that's needed with the youth as well so I used a sport management degree to uh, kind of get into just just the sports world in general mm-hmm. to, to not only stand um, just just the business but behind sports but also speak to the youth at this point if they want to go to that respect to, to that profession you know what I'm saying then they have to know the business side so they won't so they won't be someone won't get over them right you know so I got a question. So here, what we doing? We like solutions. We can talk about the problem. We like solutions here. If you, if I gave you, let's say three million, you know, what would you do immediately that you see as a whole in St. Louis sports? What was the first thing you can do with that to get some programs going? Yeah. So I would actually have uh, just a overall. I would have a program built around sports because a lot of our youth like all different types of sports. You know what I'm saying? So not just. Not just football and basketball, 
but soccer. Yes, uh, indeed. You know, track, field, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Tennis, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And number one, we don't have too many overall black organizations that has like uh, uh, just just an overall, just we don't have too many funding behind a lot of our black organizations, period. But especially when it comes to sports, you don't you don't really see anything on the national level when it comes to our youth sports. Not nope. at all. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's something I would put the money on, just investing into the youth in general. So that's why a lot, like we said, we have a lot of people that came up. Brother uh, uh, Khalil, that was up, uh, that man with Tan, he was speaking the same thing. Um, so what is the disconnect? I mean, you with your your associations and we got brothers looking on it. How do we get these folks together, get some progress together? Are you going into the local rec, you know, as the new Black Panther Party and getting the mm-hmm. same kind of resistance you would get on the streets? Are you, what kind of, some of the hurdles are you seeing? Yeah, so some of the hurdles is just us not connecting with the youth in general. In our lives, we get so busy with so many other things. Um, if we're not at work, some of them, we have a lot of single parents, so we have sometimes three jobs just trying to put food on the table. Right, right. So who's going to connect with the youth? You know what I'm saying? Who's going to mentor the youth? You know what I mean? So we, we need people out there like different groups like the Panthers. It could be whatever group. So I'm, I'm actually still attached to other black nonprofits like Better Family Life and, All right. and other ones, you know, to connect with the youth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Using these organizations as the to- as a tool and i'm also in the, in the schools during the day i know um i know bone work with the youth but i work with the youth as well throughout the day that's that's actually um what i do all day every day okay. you know what i'm saying so um just to disconnect they, they're not able to talk to anyone and and get the mentorship you know what i'm saying so all, all of their learnings come from Music videos that come from just social media all together. You know what I'm saying? So it comes from off of whatever they see. That's that's how that's that's who's mentoring them. You know what I'm saying? So when you engage in those conversations, uh, maybe it's not someone that uh, was familiar with everything. Say you had see somebody having a problem and you want to talk to them. How do you start that engagement? So I like to see, I like to get into the mind state of whoever I'm talking to. You know what I'm saying? So if it's if it's a uh, young sister or a brother, I like I like to know exactly how they think. I like to redirect their mind in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, it could it could really vary as far as a, what, what the youth is into. You know what I'm saying? It could be sports. It could be you know it could be politics. It could be anything. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just like to dive into their mind and, and redirect it in the right way. You know what I'm saying? So after that, then we can talk about different tangibles that, that, that they can achieve and they can get and to move them in the right direction. Do you guys uh, plan on having uh, any programs kind of geared towards younger men and younger women from a recruiting standpoint for the new Black Panther Party and singles? Right now we're working on the uh, we're working on the building. Right now we're looking into purchasing really different buildings. Uh, we need a uh, we, we need a place so people can actually go to a physical place so people can actually get in contact with us, number one, about different issues in the community. Mm-hmm. But number two, um, more like a safe haven for the youth as well. You know what I'm saying? So um, just just a, a real organization because they know we, we are here to protect you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not too many organizations that could actually say, say that. You know what I mean? It's, it's all about revenue. 
for other organizations. Right. You know what I mean? So we just coming from a different perspective. Like we are here for you. You know what I'm saying? So we like actually that. looking at different properties right now. You know. So that's, that's cool. Shout out to to people like him, man, who are actually so St. Louis and like uh just like the other guests that we had they left st louis but they came back to st louis to make a difference make and they actually are examples in the community you know what i'm saying so shout out we need more people like this for the youth and also for the older folks a lot of people who are actually who are older than than i or older than him might look up to him for the direction and the choices that he's made you see what i'm saying so a person like that who has a or some what of a a, a a guidance or a power over folks, they gonna listen to him because he is a walking example of of, of what we need to be. Here. And I challenge everybody that's listening today, especially if you're within the St. Louis area, uh, to reach out to your local community centers, reach out to um, some of the organizations that we brought on this show and kind of giving platforms to, and uh, start to volunteer, man. Like we need more more men uh, in these community centers. Yeah, that's cool that you can you can coach, and I think we got a, a variety and a plethora of coaches. But you know, I also want to see you know some poli- politically driven organizations. I want to see some intellectual driven organizations. You know, some tutoring, uh, some entrepreneurship. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 kind of switch it up and do some different things. You know, we got different professionals that uh, have you know uh, prime example. You know, Jaffe, you a welder. You know what I'm saying? Talk, being able to talk to kids about welding and, and whatnot is something like super dope. Um, auto shop. Right. You know what I'm saying? At the, at the end of the day, if your car breaks down, you got to take it somewhere. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then let's not leave our women out. You know, we have you know CN, CN, uh, CNAs, RNs, and whatnot. Those professions, they can go and talk to some of the some of the ladies and kind of tell them how to get into those uh, beauticians. Uh, let's get some. We were just talking about some of the beauty supply stores. Let's get some of those going. Like let, let's make that a priority. No because again, and what we doing is just that. It's what we doing, not what we saying. So we definitely want to call to action um, everybody that's listening to us, especially in the St. Louis area. And I mean, I'm loving what what I'm seeing because every guest that we brought up here um, have always been on a, on on a positive tip. No doubt, and they've always been on the action tip. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which is one thing that we want to promote and we definitely want to push. But we we definitely need more of our listeners. Hell, us in this room to do more, you know, for the youth and continue to push because the only way this is going to become a trend um, is that all of us get with it and all of us start to do it and all, and it becomes a kind of normal thing. So I mean, I'm glad you said it because um, since we've been doing this show, we actually had two young ladies, uh, both 16, yeah. 17, something like yeah. that, out of this world, man. I mean, talking about that she was uh, the last Dr. King's daughter. She was. Uh, in the NAACP uh, uh, spoken word, yeah, spoken you know, word like, competition, man. The first, man, <laughs> very, um, very intelligent, and, yeah. it, and that's been on the young lady side. So it was like the young, you know, my young guys, man. You got to step it up because these, these young ladies are moving in a faster direction, more positive direction. With that being said, we're gonna go to a quick break, but we listen to this two chains rapper go to the league. We gotta talk about it, like how rapping is affected our progress on the male side. Can can we <laughs> ship it back? Bone, you already said what's happening. I told you was going down with this so we're gonna let it all thing out this is what we're doing any jeans you're gonna get a yeast infection <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what we're doing back in a minute no doubt hey welcome back to what we doing well we got oc here we got bone here we got mixed 
And Jaffe. Jaffe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Lee. Yo, so we've been talking to OC about uh, the new Black Panther Party, some of the stuff we're going, going forward, kind of shaking the negativity. And one thing we do here, the number one thing we do here is trying to push the message out, right? How do we keep the message to the older folks and the younger folks, most definitely younger folks? And, you know, rapping ain't going nowhere. Even though they told us in the beginning it was going to die out, it's still here. ain't going nowhere. Settle in. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know this is what here. it is. So, going forward, talking to the youth, Bone, this rap deal, when do you tell a young, you know, young female, male, young youth, because it's both on both sides now, when do you, can you tell them, like, I, I know what you're trying to do, but that's not what you want to do right now, and it's rap, they feel it, they know they type. I tell them anytime I talk to them, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm pretty good at what I do. Like people that heard me, you know, mm. definitely like, oh man, you dope. So like, they look at me, they come, they come with a man. What you think? What you mm. think? And I'm like, bro, you know. Well, let me ask you. you sure. Let me ask you this thing. I hate to put you on the spot. Can you do it? We, I have no instrumentals for you. Can you just go <laughs> right now? If you can, it's cool. You want to wait? That's I, cool. I, I give you a, I give you something like bro, I wrote or something. Yeah, hey, well, however I, you want to do it. I put you in the studio uh, doing it later. No. Uh, song by my, my son. Oh, hey, spitty, okay, man. Uh, spitty. Say, uh, hey, let's see where you at with it. March 27, 2007. I got the ultimate blessing when I was graced with his presence. She due the complication, they didn't think he would make it. But Gamma, she kept a praying. Tony, she kept a saying. The devil is a lie. Have faith in God's plan. I heard what she was speaking, but my mind covered by demons. Then she got worse. The whole world shifted round. Doctor hit the room. I'm sorry, sir. Your son got down. Not knowing what it was, I swore she said he dying. So instantly, I buckled up, broke down, and started crying. Like, leave him, father, take me. No reason why it ain't me. Then he replied, easy now. Later, you gon' thank me. Kobe years later, Latoni getting stronger. Mr. Popular at school, cause everybody know him. He got me loving life again. I'm feeling like I'm happy. The best moment I ever had was becoming the daddy. You ever had something that you swore you'd give your life for? Roll up your sleeves, get down and dirty, you will fight for them. Ever had something that you swear you get a wall to? No matter the situation, they need you, then you fall through. Ever had something that you swear you get your life for? Roll up your sleeves, get down and dirty, you will fight for it. Ever had something that you swear you get your wall to? No matter the situation, they need you, then they call you. 2007, December approach, 22nd when he dropped. Christmas was getting close, meaning double the presents. But shit, I doubled my blessings. Then the first shit was smooth. I promise it was. But mama, she started tripping. Daddy, he turned to drugs. Tried to stay strong, but depression, it ate me up. Can see you when I hold it. Can hold you how I need it. Soon you became a fantasy, something that I was dreaming. But I knew I had something that I would fucking die for. I get down and dirty. I'm all black. I ride for him. Pull up my pants. Put on the tie. I die for him. Do what I need, anything, just survive for them. So I got something that I would give my all to. Denzel, John Q, I would give my heart to him. No matter Really feel mm. good when the father, what they call you, mama will beg to differ. Daddy be acting different. I treat one like the other. Don't you Antoine like his brother? But Tony live with me. Mama get it in with me. Mm. Antoine, I only see when his mama choose to agree. But the day she took my song, and then she took my heart. But our connection is like Nettie and Seeley's. We never part. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and she took my heart, but our connection is like Nettie and Seely's. We never part. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Yo. I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as hell. We should have had a bomb soundtrack after that. Oh, hey, Eddie Tone bought some fatherhood, bro. Say something, man. That was fatherhood, that, bro. That was fine. That was nah, fine. man. You got some, bro. And that's real, and you got a story, and you talking about something, man. I, as a fan of the art, and as a fan of the sport in general, man, I, you know, we'll let you know if you wouldn't. Yeah, that's for real. For we'll real. let you know if you wouldn't. That's, that's for real. But, you know, you, for real, bro. We, and that's where we, you know what I'm saying? That's where we going from a, from a musical standpoint, because, man, we need more of that from a from a hip hop con- contemporary yeah. standpoint yeah, we no always doubt. talk about we we need grown man hip hop you know what i'm saying yeah, cuz we we, we got rap, right we got the kids stuff yeah, yeah. and the kids stuff is yeah, cool from yeah. from time to time you in the club but i need something i can ride in the truck too you know what i'm saying yeah, i mean cuz like i just feel like music supposed to touch every emotion as an artist i'm supposed to be able to touch you when you sad touch you when you happy touch you when you want to turn up whatever you want whatever emotion you got i'm supposed to be able to capture it that's what an artist is people lose rap and, and they oh, they just thugs that they, they just artists man yeah. right. just a different form or the same way Picasso got a picture you don't understand mm. a dude can have a song you don't understand man that's, that's, that's we, real we, that's we real judge people by uh you know if I was sit up like I sing oh my god you know it's, it's mm. a different light from a man that's singing are oh, you rap you must be rapping like yeah, yeah right so like, uh, like female told me like I never met a rapper that don't like strippers I said well hi yo he said well hi because <laughs> the thing is ultimately like I mean, just going on an ignorant level, like, why would I pay to tease myself? Right. Straight up. right. And on the other level, it's like, mama, you better than that. Like, I don't even want to disrespect you by throwing money at you. Like, that's disrespectful. I wouldn't throw money at my mama. Like, it's things we do in life, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't throw money at people, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, it's a mindset I have. It's a mindset I want right. women around me to have. It's a mindset I expect men around me to have in a relationship, whatever it is. If you don't got that mindset, I ain't nobody that could change it for you. I just disassociate with you. You know, and that like you know, the same thing with my music. You know, it's like it's like that was the whole big homie thing come from. It's like an elevation of it. So yeah. it was tone bone, now it's big homie bone. Just the, the elevation, the big homie ain't no block thing. Like I'm on. It's just I've been through the block like you, bro. I seen what it is, bro. I'm I ain't number 32, 33 out here. You know, mm-hmm. hey, bro, you 18, 19. Hey, bro. By the time you make it to this point, you could be straight. Right, right. Super like, straight. Man, talk to him. Super so, straight. Man, I yeah. just want to say. Super straight. I just want to give mad respect to your craft because I want you. I want. I want everybody that listens to this to understand the craftsmanship. I, I asked him, dude, can he do it? He looked back, thought for two seconds, and let it flow. Let let it go. You know, with no stutter, nothing like that. Let it go. And you know what's crazy? What you just said is the reason why. A lot of cats, in my in my personal opinion, shouldn't be rapping mm. because if you can't do that, right? If exactly. you can't do that exactly. on command, because back in the day, you used to be able to have to do that on command. Like you would go on video soul. Yeah, I'm, I'm dating myself. You yeah. would go on video <laughs> soul, and they would look at you and go, "All right, mm-hmm. you sing, sing." And yep. you, and wasn't no warm ups, wasn't no whatever. You had to harmonize. They said, "You rap, rap." We want to hear, yep. and we didn't want to hear an album track. Like we wanted to hear, yeah. we wanted yeah. to hear one of them joints that you had. Tucked in the, in the cut, and you had to be able to perform at that level. No music, and, that, no and again, like you said, that's that's craftsmanship, that's, craftsmanship. that's art, that's poetry. That that's, that's what I'm talking gift. about. Yeah, that's, that's a, a gift. gift. Yeah. 
That's a skill set. Man. You know what I'm saying? You 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 continue to stay with that because that's that's dope, bro. Yeah, that's man. dope. So I'm gonna let that sizzle. Let that like my man Country Wayne say, let that sizzle, sizzle in your spirit. spirit. Like <laughs> let that sizzle in your spirit. So we go uh, go to a quick break when we come back. Like this is what we doing. So it's not always talking. It's definitely what we doing. So we are gonna talk about what we want to see in the future. Welcome back to what we doing. Uh, man, we've been jamming all day, man. <laughs> On and off the mic. You know what I'm saying? Bone ripped. The OC's hit. Uh, man, first of all. Thank y'all for coming through, man. It was a, it was a pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, anytime you guys want to come up. And yeah. Friends of the show, man. Friends definitely friends of the show. Anytime you want to come, come up. Please come back. Man, man, please. Uh, yeah, so, man, I dig it. So, one thing we like to do. One thing we like to do before we get out of here, we're going to go around the room. And everybody going to say what they want to see going forward. Because everything. We, we talk a lot, but we want to see. Actually, we want to set deadlines. See what's going on. So, since y'all... You know, friend of the show, I'm going to let you go first. OC, what you think? In the next 30 days, 90 days, 5 years, 10 years, what you want to see going forward? I mean, I can see this actually real soon, and it's real simple. To attach yourself to any any type of uh, positive black organization and make moves with them. So one thing that we had in the past is different tribes, different understandings. So even if it's with your church, you know, just, just be on whoever's in, in the lead of your church. Just, just say, hey, we need tangibles. We need different things for the community. Let's make things happen. Just on the church example, it's no way it's no way that we should have a church on every corner and we don't own nothing in the city. You know what I'm saying? Right. We literally have a church on every corner and I mean we got vacant buildings, we got talk about so it. so many different so many different things that's not being done in the community. You know what I'm saying? So Attach yourself to a positive organization. I'm with the New Black Panther Party of St. Louis. You can always hit me up. You know, uh, we got different things and different moves that we want to do. You know what I'm saying? As far as a black entity, but with any organizations. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's let's go for tangible. It's, it's this hashtag out there, Tangibles 2020. You know I heard saying? that. So I like that. You I know, like that a lot. Yeah, just just even if you into politics. So talk about the the tangibles that we need for black people. There's so many different tangibles out there for every other group of self black people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We need our own things. We need our own tangibles. Reparations, for that matter. You know what I'm saying? We we haven't even got there yet. But attaching yourself to an organization so we have a movement. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't even respect, you know, our group because we're not even together right. as far as unity. You know what I'm saying? So that's, I feel like that's real simple. We should have that hopefully this year. You know what I'm saying? And moving forward. Right on, right on. Boom. Next 30 days, whatever, whatever, what you want to see in the future for our community? I just want, I want us to, whatever we attain physically, whatever we attain, I, I want us to have a mindset behind it. The right mindset. The right mm-hmm. mindset. To even see, like, no matter what you get, you're still playing part of a bigger game. Understanding game being played, understand how they're using you in this game, and understand how to use your position to, to better that the situation for us. Period. Mm-hmm. You definitely need people within the system to, to, to beat the system, but you got to understand when you get to that system, who you fighting for, and don't become one of them. Because the thing is, to make you think you got something, make you think you did something, and you're really working for me the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Willie Lynch, like it is what it is, but like that's one of the smartest, like. 
that letter, the, the mental behind it, bro. It's crazy to where in the letter if he say for 300 years to a millennia, and here we are 300 years later. Still going right. on. Man, to right. where like, dude, it's like, to where it's because of the mindset. It's we documented. So, Actions are documented. Man. It's right there, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's right there. It's time to play a chance. Man. I feel that. I definitely like feel that. Up and it went, but we just, we just so quick to go to everything given to us, and we don't want to earn nothing. You know, so I, I definitely agree with the reparations and everything, but at the same time, I got to work for some of my own name. Right. I can't rely on my ancestors, ancestors, ancestors. You get what I'm saying? I think it's important to know our history, to know our past, but we can't change it. We can only change tomorrow. Yes, that's right. Man, so, we we are our ancestors, you know. Facts. So they, they breathe through us. Facts. Right. So, so it's start like, with us at the end. Get, get, give, it, give it the better mindset. Give them, give them your ancestors, whoever. It's somebody you love. Like, give them a mindset of I'm proud of you. Right, right. Like, like you can't. If you're doing the same thing I was doing, I can't be proud of you. So, you know, I just hope our mindset get better. Period. As a people, stop looking at each other like so disgusting right. or negative. Mm-hmm. You know, just really understand everything that's going is designed to hurt us as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Especially within the women and the men. Like, we at each other all the time, you know. Like, but like women need to understand that if they take the men out, they definitely coming for you next. No doubt, like straight up. No doubt. So like, even though you seem protected, you seem protected. Like, what you, like talking about the, the freezing of the bank accounts, you know? Like, what you think they gonna do with welfare? What you think they gonna do with them state help? Like, you seen what right. happened when this when the system just shut down a couple of days ago? Yeah, yeah. Now I made it interesting. Now I told my guy, I say, would you imagine if the money stopped? The rich people will be last. And, and the, the meek shall be on top and, because and, they know how to live in these elements. Right, right. Ooh, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, so we got to understand the value as people and what money is. No doubt. Like straight up. Yeah, I, I just hope our mindset get better. That's it. Yo, we definitely gonna push that message out. I know that. You know what I mean? For sure, Mr. Mix. <laughs> All right, so I'll be really quick. Um, cause y'all know I'm long winded on this go, stuff. Go for it, nah, 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 nah. Real quick. First thing I want to see is, uh, I want to see us get more involved. Adults. I'm talking to adults, 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 adults. I need, we need more mentors. Um, we need more people who are in positions of, uh, success that can show our kids and show our youth how they did it. You know what I'm saying? Not, not just telling them all the time. Hey, this is what I did when I was going, no, 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 Show them. Get in these community centers, get in these schools, get, get involved. We, we need y'all to get involved. We need y'all to, to understand that the, this next generation, what, their success or failure is going to be built on us. No doubt. It's going to be built on what we leave for them, the legacy we leave to them. So if we continue to do what we've always done, we're going to continue to get what we've always gotten. So we got to switch it up and we got to change. So in order to do that, no you know what I'm saying, we got to get more involved. So if you, you, you consider yourself an adult, you need to get involved in the community ASAP right now. Second thing is to my brother who who's... Um, with the new Black Panther Party The biggest thing that I've always Been an advocate of and will always Be an advocate of is I am a Two, two uh, second amendment Advocate you know what I'm no saying doubt. You need to learn how to use firearms And protect yourself that is your constitutionally uh, Protected right You need to get out here and you need to learn How to be self-sufficient and do for yourself And one of the things that you That you can do to be self-sufficient Is you gotta learn how to fish, you gotta learn how to hunt In order to learn how to hunt, you gotta have a weapon you know what I mean? mm-hmm. no <laughs> and you got to learn how to use that weapon and you got to learn how to use that weapon in protection of your of your family of, of your mother uh, of your mothers of your daughters of, of 
you know what I'm saying, of the of the next generation that's coming up. So those are the two things that I want to see, and we can do that within the next next 30 to 60 days. If you don't have any felonies or you don't have a record, go ahead and get your concealed carry. Go ahead and, and enroll in a class and, and go out and shoot and go out and hunt and go out and fish. Like make 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 those things some some of your priorities. And with a felony though, they could, they could still get the the gun. They depend on what type of felony you got. Like straight up, I was uh, just. No, they do child support as a felony now. Yeah, yeah. But I was not talking to my pro- pro- probation officer, and she was saying that that could happen. You know, I walked my papers down and everything, but she said, uh, you know, fellas can get guns, and so. Yeah. You educate yourself. About so the educate process. yourself, but about definitely 2A. Get 2A. Arm yourself. Yeah, arm right. yourself, arm yourself, arm yourself. Once again, thank you for tuning in to this episode. Thank you for learning, listening, and overstanding what's going on. And that was KOVL Radio. Right now, the Brothers of D radio station are looking for a new radio station. So we will keep in tune on what's going to happen with that. And you will see me on there. So stay tuned. Things will be announced. But also, keep in mind that this is Unconscious Conscious Radio. Get in tune with the other podcasts that I've done. You can check and see different titles and different things that I talked about in the past. Show love. Also, go to Facebook, Unconscious Conscious Radio on Facebook, even Instagram. Thank you for listening, and here's some tunes to leave you with. You know how I do. One love. Before the adventure of the Laker, before Thomas Edison, it was M Hotel, black thinkers for real. Used to think we was just rappers and boys. I know about the pyramids that we built. Now you're about to see the car built. They don't want to see the car built. Quiet down when the car built. Got the dumbest horse
ain't even breaking shit down yet Before the adventure of the nigga Before Thomas Edison It was them hotel Black thinkers for real I used to think we was just rappers and boys I ain't know about the pyramids that we uh, built Now you about to see the car uh, built They don't wanna see the car